I'm Will Young, and I have worked in several different job environments ranging from lawn care to corporate sales. I have graduated from Indiana Wesleyan University with two majors in marketing and administration, and you're listening to the Young Blooded Podcast, a 30-minute to one-hour audio experience teaching you how to start a side hustle or advance your career through actionable steps and real-life stories from experienced business owners and investors. Please enjoy the truths, mistakes, and laughs of the Young Blooded Podcast Experience. Hey, Young Bloods, we are back with another episode. Today we have Batch, who is a Roger Webb real estate agent, um, and, or sorry, real estate broker. And uh, he's also moving down to Florida to be potentially working for another firm. He'll have to help me out with the name on that one. Um, but what was the place that you're moving down to work at? Sorry. Uh, it's Modern World Realty. Modern World Realty. So uh, you'll be able to find him there uh, in Florida in, in a couple months or what was it again? Yeah, we'll be moving uh, late July. So here okay. in a few months. All right, cool. Awesome. Um, so I know we kind of met through a mutual friend of ours, Connor Oak, who's been mentioned on this podcast actually before. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I guess if you wanted to just kind of get into what led you to real estate and what led you to getting started and, uh, and, uh, how, how you're doing right now with this crazy market. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I started in real estate in, um, October of 2018. Um, mm. how I got started was throughout high school, middle school, all that. I know always knew I wanted to do something business related, but I never really knew what exactly it was that I wanted to do, um, within the business industry. Um, and so it was about halfway through, well, let me backtrack a little bit. So I grew up in Columbus, Ohio for a little bit. Uh, then my family moved to Indiana in 2009. Um, but when we moved here, my dad actually never sold our house that we lived in there. He kept it as a rental property for a while. Um, and then he finally sold it in 2017, about halfway through my senior year. And so when he did that, I kind of just got involved in that whole transaction um, seeing what the agents did, all that kind of stuff. And it really interested me. So from there, I pretty much reached out to every, uh, well, first I started watching a bunch of YouTube videos and stuff like that. Then I, uh, when I knew that's what I wanted to do, I reached out to pretty much every brokerage in Grant County, Indiana, which is where we lived at the time. Um, and basically just tried to get an internship for myself to see if I could learn or just job shadow from some agents. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I finally got an internship with a brokerage called Nicholson Realty in Gas City. They have two offices. Yes, they had two offices at the time, Gas City and Marion. Um, and I was with them for pretty much the whole summer. Um, I got to learn a lot from their agents. Um, I went on showings with them. Um, obviously, wasn't licensed at the time, so I couldn't actually sell homes and stuff like that. But I did a lot of everything I could do without having an actual real estate license. And so it was pretty cool. I got to learn a ton from them. And then that fall, I moved down to the Indianapolis area. And um, from there, I pretty much just decided to go ahead and get my license. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and it was appealing, more, more appealing to you, I should say, than, uh, than your previous kind of career choice? Or did you have nothing else on the plate at that point? And that was just kind of the first option. Um, so I, I, like I said, I knew I wanted to do something business related. Um, yeah. At the time, I, I, through high school, I got recruited to play basketball a little bit. So I was... Mm -hmm. Very plan cool. was to, to uh, yeah my plan was to go to Bluffton University in Ohio okay um, 
people there, major in uh, business, but I still wasn't sure exactly, like I said, what I wanted to do within the business. Within mm. business. Okay. So, All right. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure, you know, it's a great time, you know, being real estate right now. Uh, my buddy <laughs> here, uh, my buddy here in Temple has been flipping houses like crazy and oh, yeah. you just can't sell them fast enough you know, or slow enough. Yeah. Like they just, they just go on right away. Exactly. So it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you, uh, when you were kind of trying to figure out your passion within real estate um, and, and create more of a personal brand, um, you were saying you were just trying to kind of enjoy everything that you're doing right now at a young age and find something along the way. Um, were you planning on kind of making, taking steps into to building more of a personal brand online? I know a lot of people are kind of into that as far as, you know, uh, entrepreneurs and people that are really looking to promote themselves is, is they like to expand their reach online and kind of build a personal brand through that. And I know that you are, um, still, still pretty young, and, and so am I. So we're trying to enjoy life still, you know. Um, but, but is there anything that you are getting going as far as personal brand type stuff uh, online? Um, as far as a personal brand, that's where I've kind of lacked. I'd say, to be honest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We <laughs> do some work there. Um, I don't really have too strong of an online presence. Some I'm working on though. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, de I definitely think I need to work on that for sure. That's been one of my goals to uh, for the second half of the year to really pick that up and hopefully grow my online presence a little bit. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, yeah, man, I I've been trying on LinkedIn and it's a hard, it's a hard gig. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, especially on LinkedIn, I don't know how the likes go on other platforms as, as much, mm -hmm. but, but with LinkedIn, you really, uh, you can make a post and, and spend a lot of time on it. Uh, get everything, you know, spelled right, get all your links in there, super good right. message and content and get about four likes and that's it. So yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely happens that way on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn's a good proving ground. I think if you want to get started for something like that, but, yes. uh, but I have to say, uh, when I asked for an interesting fact about you for the podcast, you said you had been a vegan for five years. And yes, I, if I had the option to lose my left pinky or be a vegan, I think <laughs> I would choose my pinky if I'm being honest. So I just want to know, how, how did you get that done with the busy lifestyle of a real, or uh, sorry, yeah, a, a real estate agent? Yeah, that's funny, because I think most people would probably say the same thing. Yeah. Um, but, so basically, I just, it was something that always interested me. Um, I always just wanted to try to eat a little healthier, um, just live a little healthier, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I kind of just tried it one day and, um, I watched a couple of documentaries that kind of swayed my opinion even more. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and then, so yeah, basically it was just like, Hey, I'm going to try this one day. And from there on, I just, I've been vegan. And I look back now and it's been five years. So <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, if, I, if it helps, I mean, I love eating healthy too. If I can, yeah. if I can eat a bunch of vegetables and fruit along with my meat in a day, then, then I'm happy yeah. about that. And I feel a yeah. lot better for sure. So I understand yep. that was uh, was Game Changers one of the documentaries you watched on Netflix? No, I didn't watch that one. What the okay. Was... Sorry, what'd you say? What the hell was a big one for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, the, the Game Changers one uh, applies it a lot to athletics and actually a big portion of the Titans defense um, the year that they went really far in the playoffs. They used they used a plant based diet and uh, and it was like almost all plant. I think it was all plant-based within the diet. And obviously they're football players. So they got to be eating, you know, a lot of car carbs and calories right. and things like that. But um, the plant-based diet worked for them. And obviously the defense did pretty good. <laughs> they made it that far in the playoffs. So um, very cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fun stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess other than, uh, other than that, is there another interesting fact you have or, or maybe something you like to do in your free time kind of for the middle of this podcast here? <laughs> um, I still, I, I still play basketball quite a bit. Um, okay. Yeah. I play a couple of times per week or so. Um, nice. But yeah, lately this, the past couple of weeks, I haven't played as much, but mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to pick it back up. 
um, at least two or three times a week is always fun. Uh, just in the evenings after work and all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. yeah it's great to unwind probably. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, I went on one today, uh, went on a run today with my uh, dog Ronan and it's just fun to kind of get out and, you know, get outside, go on a run, or if you're in the gym, the same thing, kind of working out, yep. just de-stressing, getting away from work stuff and being able to yep. kind of decompress. It's really nice. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, so when I asked what your main money maker was, you, you went ahead and said that you had been uh, licensed as a realtor for almost four years in Indiana and yeah. that you're, you know, getting ready to get licensed in, or you recently got licensed in Florida and you're now yeah. getting ready to move down there. Um, mm-hmm. And you're, you said that you hope to help people buy and sell single family and multifamily homes, condos and land, et cetera. So you're really in all forms of real estate then. Um, yeah, um, okay. I've, awesome. How, how did you get into multiple forms? I know a lot of people just do houses. So, yeah. So, um, so I would say I, so I haven't really done much commercial. I would say I haven't done any commercial. Sorry. Okay. Um, that's been a side I haven't really touched, uh, but mainly pretty much everything residential, uh, whether it be single, like I said, single family homes, multifamily condos, land. I've done a little bit of uh, all of those. Um, so let me see here. So yeah, I mean, as far as residential, um, most people that are residential will typically do all four of those. Um, mm. Or so, like I said, will pertain to like bigger, um, whether it's like huge apartment complexes or office space um, or spaces for businesses to lease or buy warehouses. That's more commercial. So like I said, I haven't done any of that, but mm. I've done everything in the residential aspect of real estate. Okay, awesome. Um, and, and so within residential, I guess, specifically, uh, what, what does a real estate agent expect to be making after two or three years, maybe, because um, I know a lot of your guys' finances are public anyway, but I would just like to ask, and, and if you do want to hold any of that info back, you can about yourself. I'm just saying on average, what, what can a, a real estate agent kind of make second year, third year type of situation? Yeah, so I would say, so every, um, you're pretty much paid 100% commission. So yeah. it's very tough to get started. Typically, um, um, you're not going to make very much money in the beginning. Um, and I think, the, I think there's a stat that like 90% of people quit before they even hit like the two-year mark it's wow. something you really get into and yeah. so um you really got to work hard stay the course and if you do it can be a very rewarding career um there's people making six figures seven figures in the real estate industry mm-hmm. uh, obviously that's the majority aren't doing that but um but it's definitely possible if you put in the work and put in the hours the time um it can be very rewarding yeah yeah and it, as far as like after you're out of the training program, how does that look if you run into a problem that you've never seen before or something along those lines where you're like, I kind of need to call on somebody for help right now, but I'm the only person around here. So, so how does that work out? Yeah. So as, um, so as an agent like myself, I'm just, I just have my regular Indiana broker's license. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Florida, it's the salesperson's license. So I am not. Uh, so in Indiana, what's referred to as a managing broker license is when you get that license, you can pretty much run your own office, have your own brokerage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have that kind of license. So I still have a managing broker who, gotcha. if I have then I can always call him um, for help. Um, so that, I think that's something that's very important for yeah. a new agent, anyone thinking about getting into real estate. It's very important to get with a company who offers you not only a lot of training, but mm-hmm. um, support in terms of like, if you need help, is there going to be someone that you can call who's going to answer the call and help you? Because, um, yeah. I mean, obviously in real estate, we work a bunch of different <laughs> hours. Um, it might be Sunday evening at 8 p.m., you know, mm-hmm. but 
who if you have a buyer that's ready to make an offer and you have a question or something, you know, you gotta, you, it's great to know you have someone that you can call if you need that help. Yeah. So yeah. And someone important. that will, that will answer in a timely manner. Right. So that's great. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Especially in this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. This market yeah. is indeed that way. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't know that, that you still like were working within the brokerage and, and with a managing broker oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, that's my bad. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's cool that you do have him. And I, I'm glad that you said that because within sales um, in logistics, when I worked there, uh, it was, mm -hmm. it was a similar deal. You know, if you, if you needed a question to be answered or you had something you really didn't know about, it was super nice to be able to get like direct specific knowledge yeah. right from somebody that had been there for three, five years or something like that. So right. super cool and really nice problem. They've often ran into, I'm sure. So it's something that you can learn from in that, in that regard. So that's very cool. Um, awesome. Well, I guess as it being your main moneymaker, have you been satisfied so far with the, with the financial, uh, production that you've got so far with it? Yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah. my year or two was pretty slow. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm slowly getting into, um, building my book of business a little bit. And, uh, it's, it's definitely been a lot better than year one or two for sure. So okay. I'm awesome. excited, excited for the future to see where that takes me. Um, especially now that I'm licensed in two states, um, I think that's great. And um, yeah, and one of them is really warm, so that's fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <the> warm weather. <laughs> oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Down here in Texas, we get that every day. It's uh, you know, sometimes it's too warm, but you know, it's it's better than being cold half the year for me. So, <laughs> um, now now this is something that really excites me that you talked about when I asked about kind of side hustles and investments. This is something that really gets me going. But you yeah. you talked about. Uh, not necessarily a side hustle, but investing in a Roth IRA, first of all. And I would have to say, I 100% agree with you. I think that yep. those are so underutilized and uh, that's a, it's, a, it's a really nice investment to have. And it's a really consistent one at that. And, and it also is tax-free, which is amazing. So um, if you want to get into kind of the other benefits of a Roth IRA that maybe I didn't mention so far. <laughs> um, let me see. <laughs> I think you mentioned all the the all the major the ones. Okay. I got them all. Okay. I, I thought I was missing one or two, but that's okay. No, you're right um, so you're so right maxing on. that thing out every year is obviously a big one. And that's, yep. that comes straight from, from batch. And I, I hundred percent agree uh, is very important, but also um, what about any money that you've invested kind of on the side, maybe in, in stocks or in crypto or anything like that? Have you done any of those sorts of investments yet? Yeah, I'm not really, I haven't invested really into crypto at all. Um, okay. I know a lot of people say it's going to be like, a huge thing or i guess it kind yeah. of already huge thing um but yeah i haven't really invested any into any yet um and i'm not sure if i will um just because of the uncertainty i feel mm -hmm. uh, i like etfs a lot so yeah etfs like, are oh, great they're consistent you know a lot yeah. of paper gains there yep exactly so i just i just prefer to keep it safe safer there um than rather put it into something a little bit more risky like crypto mm -hmm this time. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm with you there. And a lot of times too, if people only have a certain amount where they want to invest in only, you know, a couple different stocks and uh, kind of keep it or, or an ETF or, you know, uh, the, the S and P 500 or something along those lines. And that's okay. Like you can, you can go ahead and do that, especially since it's a lot more safe, but for me, I just get excited about the whole cryptocurrency world. So I love to ask about it and, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum, I've been investing either 50 or a hundred dollars every week in those for, for quite some time now. I, I, I'm really uh, pumped about that. And I think that that's a, it's going to be a big thing, but again, you know, it's, it's where you want to have your money and where you want to have your gains and right. ETFs are great. I don't, I won't complain about those any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So I, I know that this is kind of a popular trend now on like social media. I'm seeing it a lot and stuff. It's called house hacking. I don't know if you want to get into the specifics of that. I'm sure you're aware of exactly what it is. But for anybody yeah. that isn't, it's when, you know, you go ahead and rent a duplex or something or sorry, buy a duplex. You live in one side and you have the other side kind of pay your mortgage off slowly and pay your rent each month by charging them, you know, a rent that is higher than that. And uh, it's pretty cool because you got to get to live for free. But maybe Batch will have something here for us that is a reason why you shouldn't do it or why you should. And uh, I'd, I'd love to hear it. I think you just explained it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly, I couldn't say it better myself. Um, that's exactly what it is. Uh, like you said, you buy a duplex, triplex, uh, you live in one unit, uh, have a tenant on the other side, renting out uh, the other side. And um, as long as you analyze the numbers properly before you buy it, mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, and if it's a good deal, you, I mean, there's been some people that have done it, pulled it off to where they basically live for free. Um, yeah. There's maybe just a couple hundred dollars or so, but I think it's a great, great thing to do. Um, I think if, if, if you can, I would say do it. Um, I know right now, I can't speak for all markets, but I know the indie market, um, it's a little bit tough to find a duplex. Um, mm -hmm. I, mean, I guess it depends. If, you're, if you want to put in some work, you could probably find something that works. Um, yeah. But if you're looking for something that's completely moving ready, uh, it's, it's a little bit higher priced. So it may not work for a house hacking situation, but, uh, yeah. but definitely opportunities out there. Um, even, I mean, in other markets for sure. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, the, so then they're batch approved. That's great. Cause, uh, cause I, I, I've been supporting house hacking for a while uh, amongst my yeah. friends and things like that. And it's definitely something uh -huh. I'm looking to forward to getting to in, in the next couple of years here after I uh, go ahead and grow, grow the mowing business to, to get it to where yeah. I need it to be. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, man, I love that. That's awesome. So um, in, in Florida, I guess when you're moving down there, what, what's your future plans once you get down there, just sell, 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 or kind of start to build a life down there, make some friends or what's the, what's the move with that? Yeah. So uh, one of my good friends lives down there already. Uh, he he's a little bit older than me, but when he graduated, he went down. He went to college down there um, in Miami. Mm -hmm. So um, so I've been down there a bunch visiting him. And uh, the reason I'm moving is my uh, girlfriend is going to grad school there at the University of Miami. Mm -hmm. um, so we're moving down there in July. She's going to start uh, grad school in August. And so cool. I'm really just looking to hit the ground running. Um, I think I found a really good brokerage. I'm on a really good team there. Um, that can supply me with a lot of leads and I'm really trying to, like I said, hit the ground running and work those leads as much as possible and hopefully grow a ton of business down there. And the goal would be to eventually start my own team, um, hopefully within two, three years. And then after that, grow my own team out to where I can uh, start my own brokerage. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. And that would be super cool if you could eventually kind of get to your own brokerage and be running that with, with a team under you. That's exciting stuff. I've, I've just started to bring on my first team member here at Mindful Mowers and it's, it's been exciting, but as I texted you earlier today, it's been yeah. tiring and there's been some, some unforeseen challenges along the way, which, right. which is always kind of the case. So it was, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's fun to do, but it's also adds a lot of responsibility on your plate and, and that's, right. that's a cool thing as well, but it, it's responsibility and it's not always the funnest thing. So sometimes you get up and you don't want to, but you got to keep going anyway. And I don't that's know, right. it, it teaches me a lot of toughness uh, for sure along the way. So. It's a fun thing, but, uh, but yeah, man, that's really exciting. And uh, yeah. so, so you said they supply your leads for you. Uh, yeah. So there's a couple different ways um, uh, agents can get leads. Um, so in particular for the brokers, I'm going to be joining in Miami when we get down there, mm -hmm. um, they'll be supplying me with leads from Zillow, um, Op City, which is another platform that's owned by realtor.com. Um, yeah. And 
and Veterans United. So working with uh, some veterans, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And so, yeah, those are like the three main uh, lead generation platforms that they use. Um, I'm already familiar with City and Zillow as I've used those here in Indiana. I've never mm-hmm. used the Veterans United. I've worked with them. They're a big mortgage lender um, that does a lot of VA loans. I've worked with a couple VA buyers um, that have used loans with them. Or that have, uh, we've closed loans with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I've never worked on like the leads that they provide here in Indiana. Like I said, gotcha. I'm very familiar with Op City been using those for years now okay awesome well that's that's really cool they provide you with your own leagues i've worked at some uh some sales companies that don't always do that so that's awesome um but anyway the when you get them are they leads that kind of go to to a couple other people or they are specific to you only they would be specific to me only okay awesome cool because i do know i've I've heard some things about how some of those people try to give leads to to more than one brokerage and that's just you know, it's, it becomes a race at that point, which is harder exactly. to, to kind of get that lead there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, I do only have a couple more questions for you, uh, Batch, but but I would like to ask you this because this is usually an interesting one within an inter- industry. Um, what, uh, what is one thing in the real estate industry that's, that's a big myth, especially right now with this crazy market that you'd like to debunk here on the podcast to uh, kind of let the public know, like, Maybe don't look into this if this is the case or do look into this if this is the case or something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, I would say that is it's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you repeat that one more time? Let me Yeah, let me hear yeah no, that. no worries. So um so within the real estate industry, obviously with this crazy market, a lot of people are believing a lot of things. And I was just wondering if there was one myth that you knew of within the industry that uh, you should let people know about here on the podcast, either, you know, if a house has this feature or this, you know, previous tenant stay away at all costs, or if, you know, if this house has this certain feature or this placement in the market or placement in the area, then, you know, go for it right away or something like that. You know, some tip or trick that maybe some people don't know or a myth that you'd like to debunk. Okay. Let me think on that for a minute. (laughs) So while he's thinking, guys, I do have um, two NFTs that just dropped on OpenSea. If you know anything about NFTs, I, uh, I created a couple of them called the Young Blood Droplet um, series and the Young Blood Droplet 1.0 and 2.0. You can find them on OpenSea. They'll be linked in the description. But essentially what they are is they kind of give cool exclusive giveaways, like kind of being a guest on the podcast, uh, crypto giveaways and more. So that, all that kind of stuff's kind of cool. But anyway, we'll go back to Batch here and see if he's got a response for us. I would say that um, one I've heard lately because interest rates have been going up, mm. people think that it's no longer a good time to buy. Yeah, I would say that it is still a good time to buy. Um, for so obviously there's a big shortage of in- inventory mm-hmm. um, market, which is what's causing this crazy, crazy seller's market. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would, like I said, I still think it's a great time to buy because of because of how strong of a seller's market we're in there's a chance for you to gain a lot of equity very quickly. Mm. If you thought. Um, I've had some people, some clients who have held off on buying because of the craziness, but had they bought, they would have gained so much equity that their minds probably would have been blown. <laughs> <laughs> they would have at least been excited about it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So I, I guess that's, that's really good news then. Thanks for taking the time to think about a good, good fact with some, some real uh, valuable ad 
there um, because because thinking about it that way, uh, a lot of people are scared right now to buy. So you know, if they right. can buy and find the right house for the right deal with with the right broker, then maybe they can uh, gain quite a bit of equity really quickly. So that's awesome. Very sure. cool. Um, well, yeah. awesome. I mean, did you have any other uh, tips, tricks, anything like that that you'd like to share kind of before the final question here and before we wrap up? Not that I can think of off the top of my mind, but okay. I'll, I'll see. Okay. Yeah. You know, towards, if you get to the end and you're like, I did think of one, go ahead and let me know. Um, but sure. anyway, so the last question here, and this is one I've just started to ask all of my guests because um, I, I think it's a really good one. And I think it kind of gets you to start thinking just like the last one did. So, yeah. um, so anyway, um, here, here it is. So if, if you have been around for you, sorry, how old are you? I'm 22. I'll be 23 next month. 23 next month. Perfect. Okay. So on your 23rd birthday, um, every past thing that you've ever done is forgotten and no one knows anything about you, but you're still alive for one more day and you have a piece of paper and a pencil and you're in a room and before you are no longer allowed to be around anymore, AKA you die, <laughs> you can write down on this piece of paper, one thing that can be helpful to people that you love. So you can give it to them and be like, this is a tip or a trick to get through life or something that I've learned or something that, you know, maybe no one else has ever told you, but I've always known as, you know, my specific knowledge, something along the lines of, you know, like, don't ever get up or don't, don't ever give up or something like that. That's a good one. You really got me thinking on this one too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to find a better way to explain it, but as this is only the second time I've asked it, I, I yeah. haven't found a great, great way yet. <laughs> yeah. Great question. Um, huh. I have to think on that one too. Let's see here. I know this is going to sound a little cliche, but I'm mm. going to say definitely you got to live every day like it's your last because you never know when your last day is going to be. And Including so I, in this example. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's important to just every day you get up, give it your all because uh, you never know. That could be your last day, your last minute, hour, whatever it is, but give it your all um, so that way you have no regrets. Um, I think one of the worst things is or at least for me, one of the things that motivates me a lot is thinking like 30, 40 years from now, I don't want to look back and think, wow, I wish I would have just tried a little bit harder to do this. Or I wish I would have done this instead of that. You know, like I just want to live every day to the fullest. And so that one day, in, or sorry, in like 30 years or so, I'm happy with all the choices that I made if I, when I look back at what I did in life. That's awesome, man. That's gold. And I don't, I don't think that's cliche at all. And if somebody does, then, you know, they can go, they can go chew on rocks. So yeah. I, I love that though. That's awesome. Um, it reminds me of something Kobe said, he was in an interview once and they, they asked him, you know, what happened when, when you were hurt or you were super sick on a certain day? He said, well, I can best answer that with a story. And he was talking about how, when um, I, I forget who it was, I think it was Vince Carter was just tearing up the league. He said, and, yeah. you know, his back was messed up. He had gotten hurt in practice the day before and mm -hmm. he was doing layups and his back was tight. And, you know, he said, Vince Carter's over there, you know, dunking or fake dunking, you know, before the warmups. And uh, <laughs> he goes, not today. You know, my back's not going to hurt me today. It could hurt me any other day, but it's not hurting me today. And then people uh -huh. asked him, well, how did you have that toughness? How could you just muster that up? He said exactly what you did. If uh, if I, you know, look back in 20, 30 years when my career is done, I do not want to say, I wish I would have done more. And I was like, frick, dude, it was like bone chilling when he said it. I, I can't quite pull off the Kobe, you know, 
accent and all that, but, but you know what I mean? So anyway, he, when he said it, I was like, man, that's awesome. So I, uh, the reason, the reason I do say that is because, you know, it's, it's closely similar to what you said. And, and I think mm-hmm. it's a really good point. You know, you don't want to be living with regret. And, and if you've ever seen that in, in someone who's kind of older and, and kind of towards, you know, yep. over, over the halfway through the odom- odometer, I guess, <laughs> yeah. and they do have a lot of regret. Um, it's, it's a really sad thing to see, and you definitely don't want to be like that. So it's, it's a, it's a good motivation. It's a good piece of motivation. It's awesome. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm super glad that you've been able to come on batch and I, I appreciate you being able to take the time and, and work through, uh, you know, some of the, the complications of the communication that we had when we were figuring this out, but that's all right. So, um, if you did have any other tips and tricks you'd like to add or any plugs or anything that you'd like to kind of, uh, let the audience know about as far as you on socials or how they can connect with you then uh, you can go ahead and drop those and, and I'll make sure to put them in the description as well. Yeah, uh, I guess the main way uh, would be Instagram for social media. Yep. Um, probably where I'm most active across all social media. Um, so I have two Instagram pages, pages um, at the CSA, C-E-E-S-A-Y 21. That's my more personal page. And I do have a business page, the uh, C-E-E-S-A-Y underscore real estate. Um, I'm not so active on that one. That's kind of leaning back on that whole trying to build my personal brand a little bit more later this year uh so yeah i haven't used that one as much but i'm hoping to really start growing that here soon okay awesome cool well i hope i hope you get on that personal brand man and i'll be there to support it as i'll be hopping on instagram as well here pretty soon to start promoting the podcast i know that's a platform i need to be on so we'll try to get on there soon but if you want to go ahead and send me the links uh, in an email here i can go ahead and put those in the description for you but again young bloods thank you for listening to this episode uh with batch as he is close to moving down to Florida, make sure to, to book all your houses with him. Um, but again, young bloods, money in your 20s is knowledge for life. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Thanks again, Batch. Yeah, thanks for having me. If you caught anything you want to know more about in this episode, I am positive you can find it at anchor.com. Go ahead and search the Young Blooded Podcast and then find the episode you want the show notes for. The page also has links to all of my socials and websites where giveaways and fun updates will be happening. Until next week, remember, young bloods, money in your 20s is knowledge for life.